Hey everybody, Josh Dickerson of World Alternative Media here, and of course we are joined by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor. Here at WAM, we are going to go into the monetary system and the massive amount of spending we're witnessing right now. Obviously, since the impact of the coronavirus has taken hold, we have seen unbelievable amounts of spending and printing, and obviously we were going to be met with this crisis at some point in time, but it's happening a lot faster than it would have happened thanks to this catalyst, not the cause, a catalyst catalyst that we call the coronavirus lockdowns that the government is really to blame for at the end of the day. I want to get into this article before we go to Tim that says uh, out of market insider European stocks surge as EU leaders agree on a shiny $860 billion coronavirus recovery pact. And as the article goes into, global stocks rose on Tuesday as European Union leaders reached a breakthrough agreement on a shiny $860 billion recovery fund. Major continental European indexes surged with the pan-European stocks 50 up 1.5%. Futures tied to the S&P 500 rose 0.7% following tech stocks leading the market higher on Monday. And Bank of America analysts said the EU fund does not move the needle enough for the macro given the size of the shock and we are going to go into all of this and more but first make sure to hit the like button share this on social media to get around the shadow banning and join us on float.app BitChute, minds and library um, and get off of youtube as soon as you can we are leaving by november 5th of 2020 only posting trailers after that point also join our new newsletter at www.imband.com and look at uh, the links below for ways that you can fund us as we are 100 percent viewer funded now tim let's go into this a little bit uh, obviously you are a certified financial planner and um, I mean in Europe we are seeing this massive amount of uh, spending being unleashed and we're going to go into the United States shortly in a moment as well where there's obviously going to be no shortage of spending but I want to go into this first um, what do you think about this 860 billion dollar coronavirus recovery plan well first when I hear 860 billion it reminds me of in 2008 when Nancy Pelosi someone asked her you know how come the was the tarp bill was it was around that amount it was around like 800 billion dollars like well how did you come up with a number and literally the answer in Congress floor was we just needed a really really big number and it sort of like reminds me that that's probably what they did and then the last statement that the gentleman made was or maybe he's not a gentleman probably some banker jerk but anyways the last person who made that comment that said hey the 860 billion is not enough to move the needle in the EU, well, we don't know if that might then be levered because what they were doing in America was there's, uh, the Federal Reserve had different, not that that's part of America, but the Federal Reserve was having different credit facilities. So they were able to get around buying bonds by having these facilities that they had, but they, but they, but those facilities were buying it levered 10 to one on investment grade bonds, seven to one on junk bonds. So who knows, maybe at the EU could be levering that, you know, further, you know, going from 860 billion to turn that into multi, multi-trillion. Uh, I know that there's, you know, now new talks, and we're probably gonna get into another article where now in America they're calling for an extra, you know, trillion dollars. It's funny, you know, it's funny how the we need a trillion dollars seems like a very nice round number. And the other thing is, I mean, you have the treasury balance is at like all time record highs right now. It's like 1.8 trillion because of all these bonds and and what? No, there's no way Donald Trump is going to leave 1.8 trillion dollars of dry powder for sleepy Joe Biden to get in there and use it to make the Democrats look good. I know I not a popular thing for me to say, but you know, I, and it wasn't popular when I said that Trump was going to win in 2015. I I think that he was in trouble before the coronavirus. Uh, I think he's in 
super big trouble at this point. So they're going to throw everything at this to try to get the stock market uh, higher. I mean, everything is about this perception. And so if we perceive that the economy is doing great, well, what's the economy? Well, the economy to you know the people running things is the stock market, even though those are not synonymous terms. And most people watching this and most people at home uh, you know, are not really that affected by the stock market like, in their actual like account balances. I mean, maybe 10% of Americans have enough money in the stock market to really matter. So it's not really a winning issue in my, uh, my opinion, but, but historically, there's been more of a connection between the economy and the stock market. And now we're back in this dichotomy where bad news is good news. But now the real question you have to ask yourself is, are we getting too much, and I'll say this in air quotes here, too much good news uh, in terms of the stock market going up that maybe they're, you know, come, uh, you know, probably, you know, October surprise, maybe the Fed's going to announce that they're going to stop buying bonds or they're going to slow it down or there's going to be some sort of credit contraction, which will then make the stock market go down, which will then put in, uh, you know, sleepy Joe Biden. So, you know, I, that would be on my guess. Again, all this is all speculation. And, you know, I'm sure I'll hear it in the comments about how I'm wrong on this. But uh, yeah, it's, it's well, sort of crazy. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. Uh, thinking about like Europe, the EU, I, I'm just thinking of how places like Greece are going to react to this because they, they've been in a terrible situation for many years, thanks in, in great part to the EU, to the massive spending, to the amounts of debt that, that's laid on their shoulders. And then on top of all of that, then you have coronavirus, the lockdowns, they lose their entire tourism industry for months and months at a time, which they're dependent on. And now they're, they're spending more money. And, you know, it's a lot of these countries that are going to be uh, seeing the butt end of this. And you mentioned, you know, the combination of uh, the stock market and the economy and how the stock market doesn't usually affect the average person as much as, you know, maybe the dollar does. But I, I wanted to you know, pull that together for a moment. I mean, thinking about how much money is being pumped into the stock market right now, and obviously it's leading to deflation at the moment. People keep saying it's a strong dollar and they have a win-win. Stock market's going up and the dollar's getting stronger. Meanwhile, eventually that does affect people because that currency is going to leave the stock market at some point and reach people's hands. And once it reaches people's hands, we're dealing with a bunch of inflation. So, um, I mean, how is that going to affect? You're seeing RV prices inflating right now. Actually, it's like you're seeing like a massive increase in RV because everyone's either maybe they've lost their jobs and now this is a way to secure their own future or it's a way to get off grid or it's just a way to get out of the cities because they're trapped into here but you know it's, it's weird that you know the areas I guess it's not that weird but you know it's just interesting seeing the areas where you are seeing certain types of uh, inflation I'm trying to hold back a sneeze so I can maybe do a coronavirus but right but it's uh it's it really is the fact that we're in this situation now where I mean it's just such a surreal experience and really I mean it's going to be something where we take a look back on this you know a few years from now and just, you know, people are going to be looking at these times on many different levels in bewilderment, especially on the financial front, especially on the freedoms front. I mean, that's why, I mean, I had, a, I made this Make America Free Again shirt uh, four years ago because to me, you know, freedom, uh, what was great about America was the freedom, not that, you know, it's just some slogan. And unfortunately, you know, one thing I've liked to uh, coin, uh, phrase that I coined was finos, and that's people that believe in freedom in name only. They want to talk about how free they are. But, uh, and so, and you see the freest places, tying this back to the economy, the freest places are also the, uh, you know, the best economies in the world. So, right. I mean, it's places like Singapore. Oh. I mean, so there is a big link between freedom. It's not about how much fake money you're pumping in, because all that is artificial. Eventually, you're just making, not eventually, you're already making the, the thing, the problem worse. You're getting people's hopes built up on the wrong stuff. You're getting people who are, you know, in, in record numbers, like buying homes. Maybe not record numbers, but in huge, uh, you know, record number or not record. It, it, people are buying homes right now. Yeah. When it to me, that's got to be the craziest thing. When we're looking at like a third of Americans not being able to make their 
uh, uh, mortgage payments. Then you're probably going to see different, uh, you know, things going on with rent too. And so it's just crazy. We got people who can't make their mortgage payments. Yet people are also now scrambling to buy mortgages because they're at all time low uh, mortgage rates. And so it's just to me, it's crazy. I think we were, we were under three briefly. I think we we're like 2.92 at one point last week. And right. so and then we're dealing with a massive amounts of deference on mortgages across the board. And we'll see untold amounts of people um, homeless because of that. Um, the recent studies show about 28 million people will be homeless after the moratoriums are released in um, September. Obviously, most of those people will be part of a massive relief program and there comes more spending. I'm sure that'll work out just great. And I want to mention this Fox News article as it says, McConnell says economy needs another shot of adrenaline back uh, backs additional round of stimulus checks. And it says the Trump administration is pushing a package with a price tag of one trillion dollars, which you mentioned earlier. And I have to ask Tim, with all this printing, with all this spending, um, how 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 in any way can this possibly save the inevitable from happening or is it just making it worse long term? I mean, all the politicians care about is getting reelected again. So they're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at the next few months because the next few months, you know, determines what, uh, you know, criminal organization is going to be running, you know, this multi-trillion dollar economy that they get to give, you know, bribes and payoffs to all their friends. And now, you know, now these new programs that they have are even larger than all the tax receipts they collect. So I think, you know, what we have, you know, a $3 trillion stimulus and then we only collect, you know, $3 trillion in taxes, I think we. And so right there, I mean, you get, you know, $6 trillion at the trough to go divide out to your friends. And so this is going to be an all-out frenzy on both of the fake left-right paradigm to uh, you know get in control of these resources. And for, what was the question again? Well, I mean, uh, how, is this actually going to do anything positive at all long-term, or is this just going to lead to a bigger problem long-term, all this spending, all this printing? Well, you know, there's, it depends what uh, what we're talking about. So, I mean, one of the positives, I guess, now you're getting people, seeing people pulled out of the indoctrination system, pulled out of the school system, and now uh, now you got some people that are scared of coronavirus. You got other people who just don't want to have their kids indoctrinated. So, I think that's a very good thing. You're getting people who are talking about homesteading and talking about building voluntary societies, even outside of this crowd and outside of people even watching this. You know, that people you wouldn't expect it from are talking about this now. You're seeing other people waking up to what's going on, but then you're also seeing you know a massive amount of people asleep to this as well. But it's you know made it easier of you know to discern of who I want to talk to and don't want to talk to because it's usually depends on if they've got a mask or don't have a mask and it makes it very easy for me makes it very easy for you and uh, but it's also sad seeing what's going on too so ultimately get back to your question it's gonna make it worse from a financial aspect but like any good crisis there's also gonna be opportunity which is why the Chinese symbol for crisis and opportunity is the same symbol and so out of this there's gonna be like we're seeing silver I mean it's like 2150 I think you got some big interviews coming up soon on silver uh, you're seeing Bitcoin you know basically hold the line at, at 9,000. Hopefully it's around 9,000 and check today. But, you know, it's been stuck there for two, three months, which and to me is a good sign of, uh, you know, there's a lot of support. Not to say that it, not financial advice, you know, right now sort of neutral on that price. But yeah, long term, I mean, there's a lot of good things coming out of this and a lot of bad things. But from the economic perspective, I think, uh, unfortunately, it's setting a lot of bad precedent uh, to that, you know, every time there's a hiccup in the economy that, you know, why does the world's greatest economy in the history of the world need all this massive uh, record, uh, you know, stimulus. And and, to, and the other thing that really kind of pisses me off is that everyone thinks that everything would have been great had it not been for the coronavirus yeah. when there was a huge, uh, you know, all these different, uh, you know, things were bubbling at the surface when my Anarchopoco presentation was literally on, hey, we're one black swan away from all these different things happening. Yeah, well, that's why I mentioned like catalyst versus cause because people mix up the cause and the catalyst. And obviously the coronavirus didn't help anything and definitely it made it, it made more people aware of how weak the system really was. However, obviously this was going to happen anyway.
anyway. I mean, they the recession never ended in 2008. It was just pushed off, printed over, and it it's, just, like, it's like you're 700 pounds drinking Mountain Dew every day. I, mean, I, I do like to drink some Mountain Dew, so no, no, no offense to all the, all the no offense to 700 pound Mountain yeah. Dew drink. <laughs> no offense to the 700 pound Mountain Dew people watching this right now, but you know you're out there and you know drinking all these sugary drinks and you know overweight, you know haven't worked out a day in your life, and then people are like, oh, and he died of coronavirus, and and maybe that's a catalyst, but you know you were living an unhealthy lifestyle to begin with, and it's just everyone attacking symptoms and not the root cause of anything. And until people are willing to rip off the Band-Aid and willing to do something where it hurts and you take some short-term pain, we're never going to paper it. So it's like we're you know adding, uh, and this is actually a quote from the former Dallas Fed President, Richard Fisher, who said, uh, this is maybe four or five years ago on CNBC, uh, unfortunately we can't play it because of uh, you know fair use type stuff that they at YouTube, which is another reason to get off YouTube and go on things like Float. Uh, but when you're seeing... Uh you know, and what he said was, he goes, the, the economy was being supported by heroin and cocaine, and now it's being maintained on Ritalin. This is four years ago. Well, now it's being maintained on like fentanyl, and eventually you take enough fentanyl or meth or something, you're going to kill yourself. And so we're in that situation where we're straddling this line, where we're already way over the line. There's no way, you know, because of just how money is debt, if things start breaking down, you're going to have to print more and more, which then gets you deeper and deeper into debt, which then means you need to make even bigger ones, which eventually the whole thing's going to implode. That's why I'm a fan of Bitcoin. That's why I'm a fan of silver. That's why I'm a fan of gold, fan of being diversified, having a plan in general. And you guys can see the links below for, uh, you know, the libertyadvisor.com. You know, if you are interested in, you know, getting ahead of this because, uh, you know, you don't want to be left holding the bag of, oh, you know, worked hard my entire life, 65 years old. Whoop, there it's gone now. And unfortunately, you know, that's, you know, not here to promote myself, but, you know, at the same time, uh, I'd rather help you out before and not after you've already lost everything. And then, you know, at that point, we're, you know, we're performing miracle work. But Right. Well, and this is nothing short of monetary terrorism. What we've witnessed over the last century alone Osama is Bernanke. Osama Ben Bernanke. Yeah, what we've seen over the last century. I mean, and they've been wrong about everything. The fact that anyone even listens to these central bankers anymore, especially, and now they're trying to unroll the cash of society, as we recently reported on as well. But you have people like Ben Bernanke saying right before the recession that everything was fine. We have people like Janet Yellen saying Never. there will be no crisis in her lifetime. We have people like Jerome Powell saying interest rates will stay the same all throughout 2020. And people might say, oh, well, he didn't know the coronavirus would hit. Well, I, maybe he did, but uh, I don't know. But one thing I do know is that he could not have honestly thought last December that in all of 2020 interest rates would stay the same with everything that they were already up against. We've been dealing with this for years and we've pre predicted it down almost to the detail going back to 2014 at, at World Alternative Media. So it's just, it, it bothers me that we are a bunch of crazy moron conspiracy theorists and the, these guys that are at the top of the chain, Paul Krugman's and Ben Bernanke's and uh, Janet Yellen's and, and Jerome Powell's, that these guys are the heroic um, truth tellers that know exactly what's going on and they're the ones that are getting paid insane amounts of money taxpayer dollars all that kind of stuff while they print a bunch of currency create a new hidden tax of inflation destroy the economy destroy the middle class which is all built up on debt and basically at the end of the day destroy you as individuals because they rip away every opportunity that you might have uh, been able to achieve in your life and uh, that's why people have to break free from that system and well, so I'll, I'll take in credit if you do happen to break through all that and achieve success and they'll take the credit of you didn't build that you know yeah, the government yeah. built you it. didn't build that bridge yeah I built that bridge yeah i know it's it, that's called slavery guys and um stop having stockholm syndrome break free from that slavery and um try to decentralize and find alternative routes to save your money and save your family and we've been talking about that for years and being individuals being independent being responsible for yourself is a huge step in the right direction versus being dependent and weak which is exactly where they want you so the banks are all bankrupt we're going down this hill very fast and it's not going to end well so um people like tim Pachot has um the libertyadvisor.com where you can 
can become a client. So make sure to check out that below in the in the links. And of course, uh, we have many things that you guys can check out below. Uh, newsletter um, www. Join us on Float.app, BitChute, Library, Minds. Get off of YouTube as fast as you can. We are leaving by November fifth. Um, only posting trailers after that point. Also, we are completely viewer funded at World Alternative Media. So check those links below for ways that you can pledge as well. Yeah, it stop, de- no, definitely stop helps. Using Messenger and WhatsApp and all the stuff that's on the man's grid. I mean, doing everything you can to decentralize. Uh, just you know, being off the man's grid as much as possible. I think is you know one of the answers moving forward. I mean, it. it it's not we everyone's waiting for some superman to come in and you know save the day but it's all of us doing small things individually that then as it can turn into a bigger thing as a collective but we don't need a big collective to then try to beat another collective is everyone doing things on their own you know death by you know a thousand paper cuts you know that's right. that's what's needed here not one superman on a white horse to come in that's probably going to judas goat you anyway and let you down or or if he wasn't going to then he's probably gonna be taken out so yeah. uh well and i mean that's the thing though uh, i mean i think the coronavirus when they do get taken out <laughs> at the end of the day one of the most important things that people can focus on as individuals is money and the reason why it's taught to be so boring and, and people they use big words that are completely unnecessary and all that kind of stuff to scare people away from actually looking into um, the monetary system to actually understanding it it's actually not as complicated as it seems however it's it, you know they, they do need, whatever we need to make like a glossary quantitative easing it's printing money like yeah, it's, it's all this money. yeah I know exactly they they that should just be what it's called but I mean that's the thing it, it's made complicated on purpose because if you have control over your money you have control over your own life if you don't have control over your money other people who are controlling your money have control over you and you need to uh, understand that and break free from that as soon as possible because we are at the bottom of the barrel at this point. I mean, it doesn't get, it gets worse than this, trust me, but it, it doesn't get much worse than this. So far this year, we've just been going in a downward spiral and the worse it gets, people keep saying the better it's getting and it's absurd. Everyone just falls into the trap, repeat after me, walks around with their masks, follows a crowd, does whatever they're told and that's really concerning to me long term, especially when it comes to the monetary system and how powerful that monetary system yeah, today can be. I saw a girl with shirt said punk on it and then she's wearing a mask and then uh, like last week I saw a girl with an obey shirt wearing a mask I mean like do you not get the the irony in this like you're wearing a punk shirt and then You've got a mask on. Like, yeah, I know, just, I know. What, yeah, the, the the punk rockers now are like, uh, trust the establishment. Do what they tell you. Eminem's writing rage songs. For the machi- rage for the machine now. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, Eminem's writing songs about why you should wear a mask. I mean, like, he's like literally the um, Doris Day of our time. Anyway, uh, I'm going to cut it short right there. <laughs> I, I just don't even called, know what that means, but okay. I'll I just called it. Eminem Doris Day. Yeah, anyway, B. Arthur. I don't know, whatever. You're going to be so, on his next uh, like, hit track. He's going to have one about Josh Sigerson. Hope so. You know you're successful when Eminem writes terrible songs about you. But anyway, um, uh, we'll be back to you very soon with much more. Make sure to check those links below. Hit that like button and share on social media. And until next time, this is Josh Sigerson with Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. My friends, it is go time. We are completely demonetized on YouTube and we depend on the viewer to stay alive and spread the message of freedom and truth. So check those links below, GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar, anything you guys could do to help keep independent media alive helps enormously in helping spread this message to the masses. So make sure to check those links, donate to our Bitcoin address on the screen or below. We really appreciate anything you could do to keep us alive. You could check those links below for Cointree as well, where you can find other cryptocurrencies that you can 
and donate and keep Wham alive. Find us on float.app, F-L-O-T-E.app, as well as BitChute and Library and Minds. We're on all the other platforms. We are leaving YouTube soon, so make sure to find us at those sites because it's the only way we can keep talking to you, the masses, the great people that actually care about the future of free humanity. Also, join our new newsletter at www.iamband.com. Anything helps. At this point, guys, we need to support free information online. Uh, it's, this is the most difficult time in our history, and it takes a lot of hard work to keep our message alive in the face of great evils that have taken over the propaganda news on television as well as on YouTube, where YouTube decides what you can or cannot see. We need your help, my friends. So I really appreciate anything you guys can do. Check those links. There's many ways you can help. Until next time, though, thanks, everyone. This is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth. Be the change. <laughs>